This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Yeah, we made it. You just talking. If they hate it, you know they're watching. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Live from the ESPN 97.5 studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Lights, camera, action. Hello, world. Welcome into Moneyline on a beautiful, beautiful Sunday morning. And we are in studio ready to get it hyped for you guys. The statistician, the, my partner in grind, every single Sunday, he rocks it with me. At Josh Jordan 97.5 was where you can find him on Twitter. Josh Jordan. What's going on, Jerry? Happy Sunday. Another Sunday closer to football season, my man. Behind the glass, rocking it for the next two hours with all the jams and making sure to keep us in line because someone's got to. At Carlson Radio is where you can find him on Twitter. Andrew. Andrew. Good morning, guys. I don't know about keeping you in line. I don't think anybody can do that. Well, well, I do my best. They, they, that's all we need. We're not now, but we got some good news in the city, right? There was something about a no hitter, and we also got, I guess, some some dark news for the Dante Foreman fans of the world. We'll get to that in Man. just a second. If you want to get in at any time and talk about it, seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. We'll be talking everything from Texans to Astros to fantasy football, of course, some gambling picks. I got something up my sleeve today. I got Ooh. something. And I guess we're giving out some more fantasy football lists. Or, I'm sorry, listener party tickets yeah. first. And then some fantasy football entries. But the listener party, we uh, we put out a post saying the best fantasy football name. We would give out some tickets. We've had plenty of them come in through our Twitter. And needless to say, they've been fantastic. I, I didn't, uh, there was no doubt in my mind that Twitter would put out some names that I've never heard about. <laughs> I even had to question Josh and some of them, like, can I say this on radio? I know, right? It's, <laughs> but they're pretty good. So we'll be reading some of those on air. We'll be picking one of those winners, and they'll get a ticket to the listener party, which is August 15th. Yeah, come party with us. And also, we'll be doing another giveaway, fantasy football related through this, because, hey, fantasy football is here. We all got some funny stories. I know that you do. I know, I know, man, the last big fantasy football party I went to, and that's why it was the last, I ended up, just let's say like this, when a fantasy football party starts with tequila, (laughs) it never ends good. Or maybe it ends great. Right? (laughs) Or you don't remember what it ends like. That's probably more the case. You get told the next day and you're thinking, what happened? Those last four rounds are just messy. (laughs) That's when it gets really bad because people just kind of stop caring at that point. And, yeah, you see some really bad picks at the end. 713-780-3776. If you got a crazy fantasy story, I know you got one, right? Didn't y'all go draft somewhere? (laughs) Like, Tell me a little bit about that. Man, we've had a few different ones. We've had anything from people just falling off the face of the earth. You know it's bad when your buddy's kind of hanging out, and then all of a sudden you're like, man, where did he go? And then a few minutes later, an hour goes by, he's still gone, and then you see like his wife's there looking for him. (laughs) You know, that's always a bad sign when you find out that 
your buddy's wife has shown up to the draft looking for her husband and nobody knows where he is. <laughs> you're checking the bathroom. You're checking his car. He's just gone. Uh, we've had one where uh, some of our buddies have been taken home by the police. That's by the never, police? Yeah, that's never a good ending to an evening. I told you about my buddy <laughs> just assaulted some guy's vehicle and then just climbed into the truck bed and passed out. That's Got, where you found him? <laughs> that's where the cops found him. When the guy came to his car and saw that his car was all beat to hell, and then he looked in the truck bed and found my buddy passed out. Did they take him to jail? No, he got really lucky. They actually took him home, and he woke up the next morning, and he had a ticket in his pocket that he didn't remember getting. <laughs> <laughs> That's like my story that I told on the Blitz. If you didn't catch us earlier on the Blitz, or maybe hey, you came over there, you heard a little bit of what we had to say, and you're, you wanted to call in today to talk fantasy. Again, the lines are open. We're here for any kind of fantasy football questions, any kind of gambling football questions, anything of that sort. But, yeah, the other day I told a story about that, and it's just, man, <laughs> it, man it, gets, it gets out of hand. Well, you have a lot of these guys that – you know, like I don't have any kids or anything, right? So, you know, I'm still, you know, have a few drinks, you know, a couple times a week or whatever, go out to a sports bar, watch the Astros or something. But, you know, a lot of my buddies, they've got kids and they're just working. So they don't, they don't really hardly ever drink anymore. But, you know, in high school and college, they used to drink a lot. So they go out drinking like they used to drink in high school and college because they're finally let out. But, man, they haven't done it in, like, a year or two. Who let the dogs yeah, out? Exactly, You're like, man, man calm down, uh-huh. bro. It's a it's a Wednesday, and this is the only night we could draft him. Yeah. He already asked Pace for the next. Yourself. Yeah. He's like, I'm not even going to work tomorrow. You're thinking, dude, it's a Wednesday. Yeah, they're treating it like it's Las Vegas. You know, <laughs> Vegas bombs. You know, man, it's not even, we haven't even drafted yet. So it gets a little out of control, and those guys can't hang like they used to. And that's what actually uh, I think happened to me that day with the tequila, because I think before, like, round, it, well, you start off with an idea, and it's always that one guy. You know what? Let's, how about we take a, a shot every round, guys? Yeah, that like, guy. You know, we'll, we'll be done by like round six and, and actually you're down by like round three or four. You're thinking what we because you've already been drinking before. Yeah. And and you're going to drink kind of throughout the draft, you know, beer just kind of regulating you. And then you throw in the shots on top of that. And, you know, stuff gets out of hand pretty quick. Let's get into some football here and something that got out of hand pretty quick with Dante Foreman getting oh, cut. What are your first thoughts and reactions to that? The Texans screwed up another third round pick. That's the first thing that comes to my mind. And they and they're it looks like they're blaming it on his work ethic. So, you know, whatever. I can't speak to that. I'm not there. I don't work with the dude, but they didn't address it in the draft. They probably knew what his work ethic was last year. You know what I mean? Like this can't be new for them. And they still didn't address the position. And Lamar Miller, I mean, we've seen like he had touches and, and carries taken away for Alfred Blue. I mean, is there a a less exciting running back in football than Alfred Blue? And he's stealing carries from Lamar Miller. And it's like Foreman, I was actually, I had some hope that he might give this offense some juice. But now he's gone. So, and for fantasy football too, I thought Foreman might have been a good just late round dart throw in case he took over the job. But now, man, could the Texans offseason be much worse? They don't sign a free agent that anybody's excited about the draft you know dillard goes right in front of them they take a they take a small school college guy in titus howard that nobody even really knows who that is he's playing guard he's not even a tackle at this point the the whole but you know 
how they bungle the the GM position. They don't even have a GM right now. The J. Davion Clowney issue where he's not showing up for camp. They can't get a long-term deal. And now Foreman, one of the guys that you were really hoping was some excitement for the offense, now they cut him before you even get to see him in a preseason game. That's why you got to be know? careful with what you read in the offseason when people are just trying to throw things out there, beat writers. And yep. if you don't, don't forget that Pro Football Talk released something not long ago and they said Foreman is light years ahead. Mm-hmm. What does that even mean now? And now that I think of it, it makes a lot of sense because. I've been out there a few times, you know, for the training camp and a lot of the offseason stuff for the Texans. And at one point, I remember them asking him, uh, Bill O'Brien, the coach, head coach. They said, hey, what uh, what are your thoughts about Foreman this year? And then he answered with, how about we talk about the other two guys in front of him? But at that time, it really didn't sit too much. I was thinking maybe like, hey, it's a long road to recovery. Let's talk about guys that are maybe going to be out there now for right. sure. But now it makes sense, and again, I'm not going to go speak on that man's work ethic, but a lot of the word maturity is getting used around now. It's coming out, but again, why didn't people say that? Now everyone's an insider, and they say, right. hey, I knew. I've seen his work ethic, but now I just saw I was reading on the way up here. I was listening to some things, and people were saying, yeah, maturity. If he can ever mature into something because the athletic ability is there. It is. I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm a Texas guy. I, I watched him. I I liked the pick when it happened because I I liked the Longhorns. I thought he was a good player. And now, it, it's just frustrating. You know, <laughs> like you you want to look for things to excite you about the upcoming season, and he was one of those things. You know that I was like, man, he's finally going to take the job, and he's like he ran in the four fours at the combine. He's a big running back. You know, like I was excited for him. So this is really disappointing. So much for my little take last week. Remember I said he was a Lamar Vanilla Miller? <laughs> yeah. And then if you had Foreman, then that's the Coke to my you know, yeah. my float. Well, there's, there will be not no more Cokes to my float. <laughs> no. I got to come up with something better. It lasted all of one week. It, to, even, to not even see him in a preseason game. And that, to go with Josh Ferguson. Who? Taiwan Jones. Who? Buddy Howell. Huh? Are you getting Buddy Howell locked up on your – on your fantasy <laughs> projections. I mean, we're at to that point, I guess. And Lamar Miller, he's shown, even when he was with the Dolphins, you remember, they didn't give him a ton of work. You know, he'd be a guy that get maybe 15 carries and a catch or two a game, sometimes not even that much, maybe 15 total touches. And everybody thought, oh, when he comes to the Texans and they, they raise his workload, he's going to be really good. Well, it turns out, no, the Dolphins used him the right way. You know, less is more with Lamar Miller. You know, 15 total touches is probably good. So somebody else has got to be playing here. It's probably going to be Josh Ferguson, I'm guessing. Do you boost Lamar Miller up at all as far as ranking? Not that you're going to throw him a whole round because we never yeah. – we're not going to say we relied on Foreman to do a lot, but – now it's kind of cemented. Does that give him an extra, let's say, three carries a game, four carries? Does that do anything for you? I mean, he's still going to finish, you know, around running back 15, you know, just like the Texans, always right in the middle when people rank him. Lamar Miller is going to be kind of right in the middle there, 15th or 16th at the running back position. You're right. Maybe he gets a little more goal line, you know, a, a couple extra carries. Maybe you give him. Maybe raise him up a little bit, but you're not excited about drafting him. His yards you know? ain't bad though. Nine hundred and seventy three. He's right there by a thousand, but it's those five touchdowns that hurt. Five touchdowns. And he's around like four and a half yards per carry. I mean the the numbers aren't bad. It's just 
they, they kept pulling him out of the game, you know, for guys like Alfred Blue. And you need those end zone looks because the Texans, at least last year, they didn't score a ton of points, right? So when they get down there, you need Lamar Miller to be the guy that gets that opportunity. And it seems like Hopkins and the tight ends get a whole lot of the red zone looks. Opportunities, what you have here every single Sunday morning, because we're going to about to get some paper. I, I'm on a bounce back. You know, I always come up here and I always say, man, you Jerry, you've been doing so good. You've been burning up. Well, I burnt my people yesterday, everyone. It just, it was a, you know, some days aces just don't hold. Yep. You can play your aces and, and they just don't hold. Some days the ball just doesn't want to go in, right? It but happens. then that's why we learn and we do it every single Sunday together. And we're going to do that. It's us against the world and we're about to rock out. Get that charcoal ready. Get the barbecue pit going. We're going in. You listen to Moneyline ESPN 97.5. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 975.com. Live from the ESPN 975 studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline 713 780 3776 at Moneyline 975 is where you can find us on Twitter at Carlson Radio at Josh Jordan 975 at Jerry Bowe knows where the Z, the Z is free. And let's keep it that way. I, uh, I served out my probation, Twitter. I uh, did community service. I, I went out there, shook some hands, kissed some babies, and now I'm here for football season. We got to keep it throughout football season. What's the over/under? Would you uh, would you be a yes betting man or a no betting man? Does Jerry Bose Twitter Chuck Norris water? What, did you, <laughs> you see that? There's a bottle of water at a t- on a table far from us, and it's it's actually Chuck Norris water. If you haven't uh, tasted it, it's it's fantastic. Yes. Well, this water just basically walked off on its own. It and, and I mean, we're not even doing it. <laughs> That's the powers of Chuck Norris. It is. Well, luckily, it's frozen solid, so there's no water going anywhere. So that's good. But yeah, dude, that thing just, man. We got like a ghost in the studio, Andrew. Did you see anything behind us? I think the Chuck Norris water just kicked its way off the table. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's right. what happened. No, that's wild. They're probably <laughs> yeah. thinking, what are y'all talking about? Well, Sea Force Water, it's uh, fantastic. They, uh, they're actually doing some work here with us, and we have a bunch of it. And I've been drinking it like it's going out of style. But uh, <laughs> for some whatever reason, this, this uh, frozen bottle of water just uh, flew off the table on its own. That's the power of Chuck Norris, and you can have that too if you drink it. <laughs> That's what I'm always looking for, a water that'll come flying at me and kick me in the face. Man, did you see, there's some things on Twitter whenever you see them and you're like, man, I don't want to click this. But you see the caption, you're like, I got it. And it said, this is the most terrifying thing ever. This piece of chicken is is the moving. I saw that. What was that? Was that for real? Because I, I watched it one time and then I said, do I do it again? You're like, nah, let me not do this again. Like, you know, sometimes you'll roll across on Facebook and it'll be like, biggest pus pop and you're like why is somebody posting this and you you're like nah yeah and you start clicking you're like no i can't do it i can't do it i'm not gonna watch this and why do people do that man i don't know man that pimple popper show is popular (laughs) pardon the pun but people watch it they like watching that stuff so it's not really for me but 
They make a lot of money. There's YouTube channels just for that. Oh, there's YouTube channels of people chewing. Yeah. Dude, I guess, look, we're all freaks, I guess, in some way or the other. And Speak for yeah. yourself, you stud monk yeah. and you. <laughs> you heard about that, huh? No, I mean, look, I don't get it, but it's out there, man. If people consume it, there'll be a market for it. Well, how much of a market will there be for Dante Foreman? You know, I was thinking about that. And, it, you know, if I was a GM, I'd sure be, you know, he he's a good player. He's a good prospect. The, the Achilles thing... That's a problem, right? We talked about that. Didn't you say that there's really no running back that's ever come back from tearing their Achilles? None. None successfully that you can say, hey, there's actually, it looks good. That's just a tough injury. It is. I think the hope was that he's really young. So, you know, we were thinking he could bounce back and he might very well bounce back. I mean, we're here and they got rid of him because of his work ethic. Now, if you know, your work ethic towards rehabbing your Achilles is poor, then, yeah, you might have some trouble bouncing back from that injury. But I think some teams will give him a look. I mean, he's a talented player. And, you know, Bill O'Brien, he doesn't get along with everybody. We That's kind of a known thing. So some teams might think, you know, maybe Bill's just kind of being a hard ass and maybe there's something here with Foreman. We'll give him a look. We'll talk to him. So it wouldn't be – wouldn't be surprising at all. I wouldn't be surprised if he ended up, you know, going with, you know, I know New England has a lot of backs, but I wouldn't be surprised if they took a look at him. Right, let's go over to Twitter here. Shout out to our guy, Dr. Dre on 290. He said he tagged both of us on Twitter, said headed out to see the Cor- Corpus Christi, I guess the hooks, right? The baseball yep. team. He's going out there to uh, basically get with the fam and get the Corpus Christi, uh, Crispy Raspas hat. La Raspas hat. I, don't, I guess they're doing something out there. Yeah, they have all kinds of cool minor league promotions. And speaking of Dr. Dre on 290, I saw him on Twitter and he was at that no hitter. So let's get into that a little Not, bit. Yeah. Great news in the city, right? And we talk about what's the market for someone like Dante Foreman. What, what was the market for someone like Aaron Sanchez? You know, he's kind of scuffled the last couple of years. That's why the, the Astros were ever able to get him on the cheap. And, man, people make jokes about Prince Strom, the, the Astros pitching coach, like he's some kind of wizard. <laughs> but th- that may not be a joke. Like, my Lord, like, <laughs> the guy's here just for a few days, and then he comes out and, what do he go, six innings, no hits? I mean, that's impressive. Through a lot more forcing fastballs, that's always the recipe with the Astros. They love the forcing fastball. That's something they did with Garrett Cole, and they did it last night with Sanchez. He threw more curveballs, too. So they, I think their analytics are just better. They had him prepared, and you saw it. The first start, he was really good. I believe he led the AL and ERA one year, several years ago. So it's not like he doesn't have the talent. So, I mean, Brent Strom works his magic again. Astros have the combined no-hitter. It's exciting. You know, it's not like one guy having a no-hitter exciting, but it's still really cool. The man had lost 13 straight decisions. Something is going on over here. The last time Aaron Sanchez threw six or more innings and allowed zero runs, that was August 31st, 2016. No, it's not surprising. That's why they didn't have to give up much to get him. What are your thoughts, Andrew? I think it's the sea force water on <laughs> clearly <laughs> it's 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 insane and and then you ask yourself well it was a, a slightly over 90 pitches and then out of those pitches 30% of them were curves yep Th- that's something they do is they they kind of change it up 
And, and you know, look, that's not just unique to the Astros, right? If you go to a new team, they're gonna they're gonna try some different things with you. But obviously, it worked. I mean, look, Verlander's been better since he's been here. Garrett Cole's been better since he's been here. Imagine what they're going to do with Grinky. We haven't even talked about that. The Astros getting Zach Grinky. Like, that was a real piece of the pie. And and then Sanchez comes out and does that. Imagine what Prince Strom's going to do with Zach Grinky. So, and there were some stuff on Twitter, these videos of Verlander kind of showing some different grips to Zach Grinky in the dugout that's kind of been all over Twitter. And so it's not just Brent Strom. It's there's a lot of good pitchers on the Astros. They talk. They know the league. They know these hitters. And they're just going to get better. They're going to be so fun to watch down the stretch here. How happy are you and how proud are you of a franchise that goes out there and takes a chance? Because right? once Strowman came off the board, then you started thinking, all right, where do we go from here? Right? And yep. then they, you knew that they didn't want to touch the two top prospects. Yep. So then they reach out to the D-backs. 24 hours before it went down from what I'm hearing, and the D-backs were solid on it. They said, these four guys is who we want, and we're not moving off of that. Yep. Well, 30 minutes before the deadline, an hour before, they started thinking, Jeff Leno said, if the Yankees aren't making any moves, and these guys that are supposed to be competing with us aren't making any moves, and we're not having to touch the two prospects that we didn't want to really get rid of. I mean, don't get me wrong, we're losing some guys here, sure. but Zach Grinky. Let's make this happen. And he dropped a boom on Houston. That's what you want to see. Someone taking a risk. And at the, at the same time, it, it, we, t- we spoke about it on the Blitz. It's, it's, it's the ugly sister or the, the ugly friend factor. When you have a group of three girls and, and the other two girls, now the Rockets is the pretty girl, right? Yeah. She's over there with, here comes Westbrook. Yep. Here comes, right? And here comes, here come the Astros. They, they got a title in the last few years and they're still making moves. And then you got the Texans over there with buck teeth. Yeah. Just like nine hey. and seven champs, Brian. <laughs> but as, if the other two weren't there, then those buck teeth would be, which, you know, she's got good teeth. Yeah. They won 11 games last year. You know, like the Texans won the division. They were good. But next to the Rockets and, and the Astros, they look like, I want, I want to say fools. I mean, God, how bad of an offseason was this? Is it because the way it ended also, the, the, the way they lost here to the Colts in that, in that matter? Would it, would it be different to you guys if they would have lost, say, a, a 30-27 game in which they had the lead and Andrew Luck went down there and won it last possession? Would that make you feel any different, do you think? Or, yeah. or is it just such a shame? I was there, and it just and we had so much money on the Texans. I mean, it was it took the, 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 the air was out of that stadium quick they do that to you remember the chiefs playoff game where they give up the the touchdown on the kick return to start the game i can't tell you how many times i'm so excited about the texans in the playoffs and the game is over you're just like bringing your food in from the barbecue you know and you're grabbing your beer and you're just sitting down to watch the game and they're already down a touchdown i'm on you guys' side but i was recently given some new perspective on the way i looked at the texans because we, we got a new hire over on the national side for SB Nation Radio over here at Gal Media. He f- drove in from Detroit, Grand Rapids, Michigan. And he's a big Detroit Lions fan. And I was talking to him and I told him, you know, the Texans have kind of sucked the joy out of football for me recently over the past couple of years. And he looked at me like I was insane. He's like, you know I'm a Lions fan, right? <laughs> and that gave me a little bit of perspective. He's like, you guys have had a winning record or been in the playoffs basically five out of the past ten years. I would kill for that. It's and a tough it, it gave me and gave me a little perspective on it. And I understand that we bash the Texans all the time 
And they make themselves easy to bash when you compare them to the other teams that we have in Houston. But sometimes I feel like we do need to have a little perspective on the situation. We've got an awesome young quarterback. We've got the best wide receiver in the league. To me, we've got one of the best receiving cores in the league. I think that this offense, if the offensive line is even just replacement level, is going to be clearly one of the best and most exciting offenses in the league. There are some positives here. You know what? That's what makes it so frustrating for me and probably for the fans too, right? Because they have so much talent that they could be competing for Super Bowls. You know, you talk about Deshaun Watson and Hopkins and, you know, J.J. Watt is still good. And, you know, what they're doing with Clowney, they're wasting J.J. Watt's prime. Hopkins is, you know, he's... He's not 30 yet, but he's not 23 either. You know, you feel like they got to get it done soon. And when they don't do anything in free agency, when they have all that cap room. And in the draft, you know, Dillard goes right past him. They could have got a really good left tackle. But now they have a guy who's he's probably going to be their guard in Titus Howard. You know, Khalil, it looks like, is going to be your left tackle. You know, what, is he going to get hurt week three, you think? You know what I mean? It's just you see how good they could be. And... They just don't do anything to help themselves. It, it's frustrating. And the offensive pieces are there, right? Yes. And then you ask yourself on the defensive side, there's pieces there as well. Yes. But offensive line, right? That's a – whenever I handicap, you know, offensive line is – is I, I try to work the handicapping from the inside out. I say, yep. okay, who's going to dominate here? Because that would entail if the quarterback's going to be able to do – hit their strong points. You know what I mean? Is the quarterback going to be able to sit in the pocket? And then that will lead you to how far down the field is the is the receivers going to be. You know what I mean? What kind of plays are we looking at here? Is it going to be rush, rush, rush? Is it going to be Watson running for his life and having to extend plays? Is it going to be having a – Use Will Fuller down the field as a check down, you know, yeah. which which I love. Me he too. would just throw it up there and say, hey, if the place collapsing, let me make a move. I see one-on-one, which yep. health is what we need this year. Health is what you need going forward. If And I say we as drafters, you yeah. know what I mean? Because I'm not – everyone knows I'm not a, a diehard Texans fan. I cover them for the, for the city some. I go out there, do it for work. But I say we as fantasy guys because when you draft him – you draft him with hoping that he can give you, I mean, at this point, what? Give me 13 games, Will. Yeah. No, and he's a boomer bust guy. But he, like we said, he would have had 1,150 yards last year, nine touchdowns if he would have played the whole season. So the talent's there. It's just he's just shown he can't stay healthy, you know? Well, something we've shown here every single Sunday is that we can get bread together. We're going to get some money. I got some soccer picks. We got one that I'm waiting for lineups, and I'll tell you a little bit about that as soon as they come out. You're listening to Moneyline, ESPN 97.5. You can't tell me nothing. Uh-uh, you can't tell me nothing. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Live from the ESPN 97.5 studios, here's Jerry Bow and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline 713-780-3776. At Moneyline 97.5 is where you can find us on Twitter. 713-780-3776. You can text us there as well. Hit us up on Twitch. We're also there. Anything you miss, Podcast Arena, Sports Map for the Bookie Busters. We have plenty of uh, content. I saw Cody just drop something about the Dante Foreman. If you want to yep. 
read more about that if you want to put on a little bit of violin in the background and think of what could have been. What could have been if that injury never happened? That small game sample size and right, I was I was all on the foreman train. I think a lot of us were. I mean, his last run, I guess, with the Texans that you're going to remember is that touchdown run where he tore his Achilles. I mean, it was a great run. He broke a big play. It was exciting. It it's just frustrating, and that kind of that leads to the the Melvin Gordon stuff. You know, we're hearing a lot like, "Ooh, should the Texans trade for Melvin Gordon?" I don't know what. What do you think? I mean, is that even a question? I mean, you know, to me, it's it's a you're gonna have to pay him. Yeah, but pay that man. He get, he's, he gets in the end zone. We just talked about five touchdowns for Lamar Miller. Gordon doesn't have that problem. You know, he's a he gets in the end zone. But it's easy with when you have somebody like Gordon. You that name you can plug into pretty much any backfield. You could, and it, look, you're right about the touchdowns. His last three years, just rushing touchdowns: ten, eight, and ten. And last year when he had 10 rushing touchdowns, he also had four receiving touchdowns. So he had 14 total touchdowns, but he didn't even rush for 1,000 yards. Like, I bet a lot of people don't realize this. He's only rushed for 1,000 yards once. His dual threat, though, right? Yeah, four-year career, only once. And, yeah, you're right. He's he's had over 400 receiving yards in three of his last four seasons. So, yeah, he catches the ball a lot. But, you know, for a guy you're going to pay to – you know, you're going to have to pay him a big contract. He is – I think he'll be 24. Six this year, so he's still pretty young. He was 25 last year, but you're going to have to pay him. But you're right, he's great with the receptions. Last two seasons, he's had over 50. But here's the thing, man. He's only played 16 games in one year. His first year, he played in uh, he played in 14. The year after that, 13. Finally, in 2017, he played all 16 games. And then last year, only 12. So he does have some durability issues. So even with numbers like that, He's still having trouble getting paid as a running back. Yeah. Even with numbers like what Zeke Elliott has put up in his in his short but fantastic career thus far, right? Yep. He's still getting get paid. Even the way Le'Veon Bell produced, and he was the only guy getting four hundred plus touches. Yeah. In the last ten years, there was only one guy to do it. Whenever he and he, it was him, and he still can't get paid. What does this do for Austin Eckler? He's going to get more opportunity for sure. And what, Justin Jackson too, right? He, we saw yeah. him at the end of last year. It, so I think they'll both be good, but it kind of worries me, right, that it's going to be kind of a committee kind of thing and you won't feel comfortable starting either guy because they're going to split up the workload. Whenever there's a small game sample size, it's three or four games whenever Gordon did miss and Eckler went off, though, he ended up getting 70% of the share, and he's great at catching the ball. He's a top-five guy in making people miss after the catch, and that's what you want to see. That's the new day and age football. It is. He's not the biggest dude in the world, so you worry that maybe more receiving yards and opportunities for him. If if you just line him up in eye formation and run him up the middle, he's, he's not going to hold up. So they're going to have to, you know, share the ball, you know, get him out, spread him out, get him in some passing routes. But that's what Rivers likes to do. He likes throwing to his running backs. Let's get over to the HRMP listener line. We, we got our man Robert on hold. He wants to talk college football. I hear he has a parlay for the people, but to be honest, have you even looked at the college lines yet? Because I'm still stuck on, on, on soccer and NFL. I'm moving on to college right now, but if you got a parlay for the people, we want to hear it, Robert. What's going on? You're on Moneyline. Hey, hey, Jerry Bowles, the man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> How you doing, my man? <laughs> I'm alright, man. I'm alright, man. I just want to shoot something by you. I have a parlay. I, I played it a couple weeks ago. For college football, I had Syracuse minus 17 and a half 
against uh, Liberty. And then I took Ohio State against Florida Atlantic, minus 27. And then this LSU game against Georgia State, I got it at 26. And I saw that it went up two points. Can you help me explain why it went up two points uh, to negative 28, from negative 26 to negative 28? Appreciate it. I appreciate you for calling in. And th- those three lines, honestly, I'm not even going to lie to kick it with you. I haven't e- e- dump- jumped into those even in particular. But if that line moved, it's because the the money, the public money. And Ohio State's always a, 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 a strongly backed team. And I actually see what theory he's doing. He's using here, though. You see him; he's using big, big schools against these smaller schools right. to start off the year. And I like it because imagine if you have the whole off season. Not to say that you spent more than a few weeks planning for Liberty, or your, you know what I mean. But I see what his his thought process here. And, and uh, college football, I tend to use these big schools, big favorites. When people think about twenty eight point favorites in college football, I think that's more equivalent to maybe like a fourteen point spread in NFL, thirteen point spread. You're never going to see a twenty eight point spread in NFL, no. but you'll see them all the time in college football. I'm a I'm a big favorite of that. Now I like where you said you got it because if it's moved two points, now it's through four touchdowns. So consider yourself a winner on that. And and I, I mean, it, getting through four touchdowns when you when you get that high, it's not a uh, the key numbers. We always talk about the key numbers in football: two, uh, three, six, seven, two and a half, three and a half, six and a half, seven and a half, nine, ten. Okay, uh, when you talk about those kind of uh, key numbers, and f- once you get to Twenty, you know what I mean. How much is uh, that fo- that touchdown really worth? You know what I mean. Once you get to twenty four, the 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 getting off of uh, full touchdowns, it's it, it's not worth as much. You know what I mean. Sure. But anything inside four touchdowns, if you're telling me to play it like that, I like it. But in the next few weeks, we'll have a bunch a bunch of college football talk. And like I said, I always leave the lines open for you. It's not just a Jerry come up here and just hit me over the head with with whatever you think you got. Like if yeah, you got a parlay for the people and you want to come out here, go ahead and fire it up. We do it. Every Every single Sunday, we do it together. And Josh has his, his mock my mocks that he does. We've gotten real big into the prop market off of what Josh Josh is that guy. He knows his numbers real well, and he comes in here and he'll tell you, "Hey, this is how I would do it." And once you start matching up his numbers with the prop market, and that's what we started doing last year. You know, Josh, yeah. he got real. He started getting real big into you know betting the games and things, and and then he started. I started telling him, man, these prop markets, they uh. The limit is not that high on them, and that's for a reason in my eyes. Because whenever they put out a limit on an NFL an NFL game, they set it low. You know, maybe early during the the, the week, it's two thousand, five thousand. Then it goes to ten thousand. Once it start once it starts reaching Thursday, Friday. They start knowing, okay, we have X amount of dollars on X amount teams, so we know where a lot of the money's going. Let's open it up a little bit now, and let's move this line so the other side gets bet on. Because at the end of the day, they just want to generate action on both sides. They're not there to gamble. They're there to take the action and then eat the juice. At the the end of the day, if they could get 50-50 split action and then just eat that 10%, that minus 110, that 10, like when you're betting $20, it doesn't make a difference. But imagine someone that's betting uh, 10,000 or even 1,000. You know what I mean? You have to win 11. You have to bet 1,100 to win 1,000. Where does that 100 go? You know what I mean? They're doing their job. So at the end of the day, beat the number. A lot of people talk about closing, closing line, beating the closing line. That that, that, there's there's a skill to that. Opening up the spreads right when the week starts. 
and they come out. That's a fresh line. Whatever you do at that point is going to dictate not just you, but as far as the, the, the public, the sharp betters, whatever is put into that line at that moment is going to dictate where that line goes. Now they open it up to, to bigger limits, and here come the pros, and now they can get their 50000 100000 in, but the books are ready. They're, they can anticipate what side it's going to come on, and therefore their liability and their risk factor is not as high. No doubt. And that's why they have those those early limits on how much you can bet because they're not so sure about their line. And that's the thing with yeah. props, not to, to keep you mixed up. Why does, what does that got to do with that, Jerry? Everything, because with these props, they only let you bet like 500, you know what I mean? So whenever a, a line's getting bet a bunch, they can move it from, from 9 to minus 9 to 7.5. Wow, or through the key number of 7, down to 6.5. We messed up that line, but how do you do when you mess up uh, passing yards and you're like, man, we set it at 300 and... This thing is getting killed. How many yards are they really going to move it down? You really can't adjust that that much. Are we going to move it down 20 yards? They're not going to, and that's where you can find value. And you find value every single Sunday here. It's a Santeria party. Let's turn up. You listen to Moneyline, ESPN 97.5. Listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Live from the ESPN 97.5 studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline, where we are addicted to the shindig every single Sunday morning, 713-780-3776 at Moneyline 97.5 is where you can find us on Twitter. Feel free to text us at that same number, 713-780-3776. The squad is in the building at Carlson Radio, at Josh Jordan 97.5, at Jerry Bonos with a Z, and at my favorite intern, Drew. I don't know his Facebook, but... Or his Twitter in that case. But thank you for showing up on a Sunday morning. I know my man's out of town. Uh, He's going back to school. And every once in a while, man, you know, you got to... I started as an intern. You know what I mean? And I got to give a shout out here to to my man because... You know when somebody likes to 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 go over and beyond things, you know what I mean. And from yep. the moment I met him, I just that's why I asked him if you want to come in on Sunday before you leave, man, come here because I wanted to give you a shout out. Appreciate you. Uh, good luck with everything you do, Drew. Um, you keep up that hard work ethic. I promise you, you're gonna go to a lot of places, brother. That's what it's about, man. Hey, we all started out as interns, so you got to start somewhere. Exactly. It starts somewhere. But like I said, if you got that mentality of, hey, I'm willing to come in here and do do whatever it takes. And like I said, everybody leaves and he comes in here for the Hall of Fame show, 9 to 11. And 9 to 11, come on. Yeah, that's my not man's, an easy shift to get to. My man's in here cutting promos for no reason at all. You know what I mean? That's what you look for. So, again, we uh, I know a lot of people always call the Blitz and they say, hey, how do I get into radio? I want to do this. And. Do you really want to? You have to. You have to start from somewhere. You know, not to 
not we're not Drake. We're not started from the bottom where we're here, but but you got to start it from the podcast and now we're here. You know what I mean? Started from podcasting and now we're here. And that's how it kind of rose. So anybody out there that's wanting to get into radio or, and you know, I have people reach out and they say, hey, I want to get into it. Think about it. If you do, it's a long road. But if you're yeah. willing to, to, to put some hustle into it, to put some grind into it, the world is yours. In the, world of Kevin, in the words of Kevin Garnett, anything is possible. No doubt about it, man. And the one thing I, I thought was pretty funny and what I thought was possible was we're going to give away some spots to the listener appreciation party, right? Let's get it wild here, okay? I have some – I already have some candidates from Twitter, some names that we're going to get to this segment. And we'll kind of, we'll kind of narrow those down to two or three. If you're out there listening right now and you want to get down on with us August 15th, Big City Wings, Coors Light, Coors Light all the hosts, all the producers, everyone from the uh, culture map side, the sports, sports map, map yeah. side, you'll get to see innovation how the map. yeah, innovation map, how you'll get to see how the videos go down. You'll get to see the producer booth. You'll get to see Michael Carroll where the, where the magic goes down, where all the imaging goes down. Everything you hear on our commercials, where where does that sound come from? Why do we sound so much better than our competitors, right? Why do yep. we sound so modern? Because we got this guy in here and his name's Michael Carroll and he's a genius with it. If you want to see how all that goes down, August 15th, if you want to be able to win tickets to that, this is your chance. If you have a fantasy football name, if you got someone up there, a team some, name, yeah. a team name yeah. that you're going to use this year, go ahead, give us a call. We'll take those entries as well. And also, we talked about crazy stories. If you got something funny that happened at a fantasy football draft or a fantasy football party and you say, man, that's going to get me my ticket, I'm willing to hear it. 713-780-3776. We'll get to those winners right now. I'm going to get the list ready, and then we'll uh, kind of narrow it down to maybe a two or three people. Let's do it. So we've had a few pretty funny ones, and you can also hit us up at Moneyline975 with some team names. Just kind of, you know, everybody's got their uh, <laughs> got their choices for their team names. Some are better than others, obviously. Some of them I, we can't even mention on the air, let's be real. But uh, we'll, we'll try our best to kind of run these down without Andrew having hit the dump button on us. I'm sure he'll appreciate that. So, Jerry, what do you see in there? What are some of the good candidates? I, I remember uh, Andres Johnson was one of them, correct? Andres Johnson. We have the Florida Follicles because this team is filled with so many crazies. It'll make you lose your hair. The Ravage Biatches. <laughs> Two Left Nuts. Drop me at any point if I get out of handy. I don't even know what I'm allowed to say here. You're good so far. Uh, we Andres Johnson, Tasha Balls in the air. <laughs> I, I, I like that one. That one's pretty good. This one's really slick. My man said, last year I drafted Carlos Hyde, but luckily I cuffed him with Nick Chubb, so this team name is Hydra Chubb. Oh, that's pretty solid. Lance don't know. This guy said uh, Dell's fault for obvious reasons. <laughs> yep. He must be a big listener of the station. This guy, Texas Strong, you down with ODB. That's not bad. Jack G, mixing it up. Mm-hmm. Kelsey says, Jay Cutler School of Charm. <laughs> Filled with plenty of it. Uh-huh. The Sports Bombing Act, because you stay winning for the people. That's one of my group's names. <sighs> this one I had to ask Josh if I could even say this. Over the pants hand shop. <laughs> that one's got to be maybe my favorite. <laughs> Over the pants hand shop. Over the pants hand shop is the. Uh, he might be leading right now. Yeah. 
followed by a Hydra Chub. Yeah, I think I think that those are the three we should probably get the votes on for the Twitter poll, right? The the, the hand shob. I want to make sure I say that right. The Hydra Chub, and uh, I think those are probably the two leading the pack, right? If somebody just tuned in like mid segment right now, they're, <laughs> they're talking like, "What is going on right now with these guys?" I'm telling Mr. Gal on you. <laughs> We got Joe Estapa. He's his name the Dirty Sanchez moniker. That's not bad. R.I.P. Yeah. Sanchez. <laughs> right. We got Jesse. He already won tickets, but he said just uh, wanted to share his name. The Big O T D's. T D's. Touchdowns. I like that one. Man, I feel uh, I'm playing with, with I'm playing with fire here. It's it's <laughs> it's hard to get these out. Keep that finger on the dub button. The Knuckle Babies, our guy, our guy Carl, the one that I believe that's the one that called, and he's in our uh, the the fantasy football leagues. Also, not just the fantasy football team names. Uh, if you want to get in the fantasy football leagues, last year we hosted three. We have them at different. We have them live drafts. We'll have them at different spots. If you're listening online and you're in a different city, and you say, "Hey, Jerry, I've been a money liner. Hey, Josh, let me in." We ta- we have an online league as well. We'll be giving out. We'll figure out the prizes uh, in the next few weeks. But go ahead and hit us up on Moneyline ninety seven five on Twitter. Let us know your name, your email, your phone number, and we'll get with you as far as the out of town people, in town people. Give us a call right now. Let us know why you'll win the league. If you wanna, if you wanna play in the fantasy league where there's a lot of smack talking. Last year we had our guy Tricky Nick calling in and telling people why he was going to win the league. Yep. Going into the playoffs, he was he was ranking on teams. We have our man. Ricky Wilson every week checking in on on Twitter. He's from out of town. He was a champion, and he was every week telling people how he was going to run them out, and and he ended up capitalizing. He was right. And, uh, hey, it looks like we got a a team name here for fantasy football with the HRMP listener line. Joe, what you got for us? Uh, I've actually got two names. Um, One is one that I've actually won a league with, and that is Ankle Dangle. (laughs) <laughs> and then the other one is um, Black Hole Raider. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. You got my producer over here nervous. He's about to like, do I dump this or not? <laughs> I like it, Joe. So, all right, we're going to throw Joe in the in the hat, too. I don't know if you uh, play fantasy football, or obviously you do, but uh, if you're interested in playing with us, man, we'd uh, be glad to have you. So go ahead and reach out to us if you do. All right. Thanks, Joe. All right, so uh, I think that one – was pretty good. The what was it? The black hole raider one. That the, was pretty good. Maybe we put that one with the uh, the hydra chub and the over the pants hand shop. I think those are the three leaders in the clubhouse. We got to make sure we say that exactly. Uh, but yeah, I think maybe that's the Twitter poll, right? And we'll put it on at moneyline ninety seven five. We'll put those three on there. And hey, guys, vote for it. Whoever gets the most going to get a spot in the listener appreciation party. Pretty good deal. And it's. it's are we doing it a spot for them and a guest or just for them? Let's do for them and a guest. For them right? and a guest. So you have you can bring somebody to hang out with, drink some Coors Light with you while you hang out with all the hosts at ESPN. So it, it'll be fun. So so those are the three. We'll put that on Twitter. And I don't know, we'll let it maybe run for a few days or something like that. Uh, so we'll do that at some point today. We'll get that up. And then we will get in touch with the winner. Man, <laughs> these names. Do you see the theme here, though, right? I you do. dirty, dirty-minded listeners right now every 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 name is something dirty yeah you always see those team names where it's like off in the woods or off in the wherever and there's a reason because when you say guess which team i beat and then you say 
that name of that team, you, you know, it kind of makes you say something kind of dirty. So I'm not going to put all those words together. I'll let you figure out what that is. So we don't want Andrew to have to the, the dump button. On we'll us. give it about 30 minutes around the second segment, somewhere around there. This next come upcoming hour, we'll start. Uh, we'll pick a winner. Okay. So if you're listening right now and you got a fantasy name, you say, hold up, hold up, stop the person. I got something I've been wanting to get off my chest. 713-780-3776. The phone lines are open. The bookie lines are open. We're going to go ahead and bust those open as well. We got not one hour to go. And I'm about to rock this thing. You're listening to Moneyline ESPN 97.5.